Hi, I'm Rami. And I'm Shannon, and this is Workplace Hugs, where we talk about interesting things we've read or learned to help all of us expand our life toolkit with a whole bunch of empathy, but without a whole new degree. And once again, once again, folks, we have an episode about animals for animals. you. We're talking about birds and frogs. I think you said this from the book Range, which we both read, but I don't remember this at all. So you're going to have to remind me. So it was like a really small piece of it, but it's this idea from Freeman Dyson, who's a mathematician. He wrote this paper and he said, some mathematicians are birds and others are frogs. And this is kind of how he describes it. So birds fly high in the air and survey broad vistas of mathematics out to the far horizon. They delight in concepts that unify our thinking and bring together diverse problems from diverse parts of the landscape. Frogs, on the other hand, live in the mud below and only see the flowers that grow nearby. They delight in the details of particular objects, and they solve problems one at a time. So the idea is that in math, without both, there wouldn't be a push to new and further ideas and types and fields of mathematics. Yeah, I'm remembering this now. So it's basically, to me, the way that I'm simplifying this is like, it's like, are you a width person are you like a breadth person or are you a depth person yeah with the really strong emphasis that we need both yes yes and i'm immediately curious about well yeah i rami is it safe to say that you're a breadth person absolutely but what's interesting is i could also make a case that you are a depth person in the sense of like uh startup space but even that, I think, is still... It requires breadth to be able yes. to be successful with the depth of entrepreneurship or startup. Yeah, I, I would say for sure 100% a bird. And I think someone once described me to myself and said, hey, you're kind of like a dolphin. Dolphins love hanging out at the top and like picking up everything like near the top. Mm-hmm. But they're willing to go down when they need to. Yeah. But most of the time, they're going to spend their time just like hanging out on the top. So if we think of that as like a bird with the inclination that they see some worms every once in a while. Uh Uh-huh. I don't know what I am. I think I probably have more frog tendencies when I find something that I enjoy. But I hop around a lot. Not like no pun intended. (laughs) But do you hop around between, I guess, different like fields and categories? Or is it still within the same flower pad, I guess, is the is the question here. Um, I don't know. Like, I I don't know. From a career perspective, I started in sales and then I went into, like, B2B sales and then I went into B2C uh, retail. And now I'm on my own business that's very much, like, human-focused, like, people-coaching-focused. Okay, so but like, let's dig into one of those. In in any of those, when you were there, was your goal to become like the expert and and know how to do all the things? Yeah. If I think about where I am right now, now I am for sure a frog. Like I am wanting I I love transitions. I'm so passionate about them and I want to go like deep and figure out like how do we support humans in navigating change. But I also will be uh, honest enough to say, I get bored. And I don't know if I'll do this for the rest of my life. It's like lasted 
five years. That's pretty good track for me, but who the hell knows? And I'm open to finding a different pond if I get bored. But I do think I like to go deep. Yeah, I think you're mostly a frog. And this is where I think this is interesting. I think it's one, trying to understand what you are. And I don't know that you have to be defined by one or the other, but I think yeah. more than likely you fall into one or the other. Mm-hmm. And I think the the big thing here is how do we work with more of our opposites to try and push everything forward? Mm-hmm. Right? Like, especially in the work setting, like I know that when I work with a lot of frogs, like I'm going to help them pick things out and then we're going to be able to apply that either in what they're doing or to something else completely mm-hmm. and really help push us in a different direction. At least that's my, my hope and aspiration. Mm-hmm. And how do you benefit from frogs? I think just by knowing that everything they're telling me is like the deep research that I refuse to do. <laughs> but that kind of makes, okay. So from a frog perspective, that kind of makes frogs like sound like, like the work bitch you know like yeah but not not we have to how do we be kinder to the frogs you're a frog i think the big thing is that frogs are motivated and driven by that and helping them come out of the dirt and ground to see how else we can apply the work that they're doing in other places i think allows that interconnectivity to say hey you're a frog in this patch you know, what's really interesting is we should actually go talk to this frog over there because I think there's a lot of overlap in what you guys do <laughs> and how we can apply those things and actually push us as a organization, as a, as a company, as a group of people further because we're using double the brain power and hopefully solving a problem that's more applicable to everyone, yeah. right? Rather than like just this very specific thing that you found a really good way of, of doing and solving. Yeah, yeah. And we need the frogs to the depth, you know? We need the frogs a little bit to ground the birds. (laughs) Uh, Yes. For sure. I think, look, the example I think of is Apple with the iPhone, right? Like, all the technology that they were using for that was old, outdated technology. All they did was say, hey, we can take a higher level approach and say, oh, we can use that piece of technology, that touchscreen, and we can use that technology from our iPods, and we can use that technology from partnering with AT&T and kind of just shove them all in. But we need that deep expertise in all those areas to make this thing function. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But we can pull it all together and make a completely new field or a new product. And I think that's the beauty of both. Mm-hmm. And honestly, like, Without the frogs, yeah, without the frogs, the birds wouldn't have anything to pull together. Oh, 100%. That's what I'm saying. It's much more important to have frogs. The birds are just kind of... Well, we need both. We need both. I'm just trying to, like, give some love because I think frogs are often... My skills are undervalued in terms of our passion for depth sometimes. So how do we find the good in both? Exactly. Okay, well, I think with that, let's just wrap it up. I think the big thing here is... Try and figure out which one you are. And whichever you are, I think it's important to find partners who are the opposite Mm -hmm. so that you guys can together work and ask yourselves questions to pull yourself both out of where you're at and try and move your field, your area of expertise, your, 
your space within the organization even further. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the part that is the most important takeaway from here is we need both. Both are very important. And if we consciously work with our opposites, we're going to push everything forward. I love it. All right. So we'd love for you to connect with us on Instagram at Workplace Hugs. Tell us, are you a bird? Are you a frog? Do you have the opposite in your life to support you in finding the balance between the points of view? With that, I've been Shannon. I've been Rami. And this has been another animal edition of Workplace Hugs. (laughs) 